Welcome to episode 34 of the Pinnacle Leadership Advancement Podcast. In this episode, we we tackled a discussion of uh, cleaning the cup, inside of the cup first. Uh, it's a, a, a topic uh, that comes up in, in basically in a sense, uh, if we're not uh, clean inside, the outside doesn't matter, as opposed to having your leadership perspective outward facing. We always want to be looking at how, how do we clean our own room, our own house uh, first. Uh, that, that's what this topic is about. Uh, some good references for you. We really do think it is applicable. As always, uh, we're just trying to bring value to those of you out there in leadership positions. Uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, we've got another podcast we wanted to record today. Our topic today is kind of just this idea of leadership and what it means to, um, in essence, clean our own cup, clean the interior of what we have going on and making sure that that we're bringing um, a high-performing leadership style, uh, that we're performing at our best uh, in kind of, what we're doing internally, uh, but just sort of that self-focus, self-improvement versus uh, this sort of exterior focused on other people and maybe what they're doing wrong or could be doing better on making sure that we're kind of, uh, I guess, looking at ourselves and and making sure we're improving. Uh, One of the uh, sort of ideas for this uh, was Chad had a a reference point and it actually comes out of the Bible, but another one, I guess, that just sort of comes to mind is the, uh, the passage of, you know, you've got a plank in your own eye, but you're worried about the piece of sawdust in your neighbor's eye. And, and the, and, you know, in that passage, I think is referring to sin, but their little crime or whatever it is when you've got a whole slew of, of uh, issues. So Chad, I don't want to spoil what your passage is, uh, but uh, kind of that idea and maybe talk about how that spawned for you in, yeah, in the yeah, podcast yeah. today. Um, one of the fellow coaches that I work with, uh, that, that was a topic we were, um, kind of em- employing it, it with a, a team we work with it was it, and it turns out it, it, it's uh, Matthew 23 26 is where it comes from and it, it's it's about it, the particular uh, passage says blind Pharisee first clean inside of the cup and dish so that the outside may become clean as well and uh, you know where we were coming from with this was the team was that you know if we do things for the sole purpose of making ourselves look good to others, uh, we're, we're not coming from the right place, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's if we, as a, and I think that's where this applies in, in leadership is if we focus with, are we living our mission, vision, values every day from the inside, from, the, from our core, from the inside of our personal cups to our, the inside of our team's cups, uh, the outside will become clean and will always stay clean. Mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It's where I think that the power of that comes. And uh, I, I like the other one you you share, you know, is if you're worried about some other little thing that somebody else is doing when you've got big gaping holes in your organization, uh, that's mm-hmm. all, also not the ideal where we're going that's going to keep people engaged. Um, so that, you know, that, that's where we wanted to bring this topic out today and just talk through this a little bit, you know, how do we, um, change that mindset in a group where maybe we are very, uh, to me, the word comes out as vain in that, you know, we want to look good on the outside. We want to, um, 
always be looking good on, on the outside when the when the inside could be just toxic, a just toxic environment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know one of those um, that probably happens or fairly commonplace in the workforce is when there's a team uh, that's let's say building a new product, uh, and if I'm the leader of that team to say I built this or I did this, right? As we're, you know, oh, I've got a new product and I did it. Um, I think it's a classic sort of example where, you know, we're not really giving credit where it's due. Um, and uh, also, um, I suppose that's the ego, right? Where, where we're kind of taking that credit. Yeah, and, and for sure the ego comes out because it's um, about, about me, about uh, the leader looking good and taking the credit versus the organization being successful and nobody, you know, nothing really matters unless the organization's successful in, in mm-hmm. my mind. Right. And so if mm-hmm. we, if we do let our egos get in the way as, as the leader of the organization and kind of looking at how does this make me look from the outside, uh, knowing on the inside that you stole the credit from somebody Right, right. Your team, the, the way that team organizes and works is is just not going to be uh, engaged. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it becomes cancerous when that those kind of behaviors happen. And so, I think it's you know for us mm-hmm. to be aware of that in whatever role we're in. If we if we step into worrying more about how it's going to make me look versus am I doing the right thing? You know, are are we on track? Are we in alignment with our values? Uh, you know, are, are we moving the organization forward? It, it, it's just a subtle, that subtle shift there. And sometimes it's really easy to not even know you're in that space because you're worried about, oh, am I going to get in trouble for doing this? Well, who cares if it's the right thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's what mm-hmm. comes up for me in that is like, but are, are you doing the right thing in alignment with the mission of the organization, which is the, the inside, right? I mean, the inside of the mm-hmm. cup is, is our, our mission, vision, values, that that's, should be what's always at the root of what we do. And do we have a team that's engaged and wants to sort of um, be on the team? And certainly if, if the leader is taking credit or passing blame down instead of taking, you know, this was my fault. We missed the deadline. I, as a leader, take responsibility for that. It's my fault. Not, oh, man, I got a team that just isn't performing well. And, you know, I mean, you can hear my extreme ownership coming out in that in yeah. some of Jocko's principles, but even that primal leadership that we were talking, we, you know, we had a podcast on where that just emotional intelligence comes out. Um, so having that team on board and engaged, um, I, I think is another part of, of how that those core values kind of get expressed. Yeah. And just as we're, you know, talking through this, you know, the, the important thing is that whatever level leader you are in that organization is you know, that's what you're looking for is like, are we doing this thing, you know, these actions, whatever actions we're doing to always look at them through the lens of, are we doing this to look good? Mm-hmm. Are we doing mm-hmm. it because it's the right thing? You know? Right. right. And that should just always be the, the gate you use, the, the evaluation rubric you use is, are we doing this to look good? Or are we doing it because it's the right thing? You know, I mean, that, that is, that is what I, I get from this kind of philosophy we're going through today is, you know, are you doing it because, because you want credit for it, because you want your team, it might even be that you want the team to uh, 
look good mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. no, it's just, we're doing it because it's the right thing to do. And, and sometimes that, that gets difficult in organizations because sometimes the right thing isn't the popular thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And hopefully they overlap. Hopefully the right thing is uh, to look and looks good. Right. Hopefully they, there's overlap there, but in the instances when they're not, um, uh, you know, that is where that questioning needs to come in. And, and I think what a great litmus test that you're talking about there, Chad, of uh, evaluating, hey, is this my ego even for me or my team? Or is this just the right thing to do? And, you know, I'm really thinking about the organization's values, uh, whatever those might be. Yeah. And it, it's, um, I just, as we're, you know, talking through this, it's, it, it intertwines with so many other, other topics, but uh, <clears throat> like a, a a few episodes ago, we talked about the Bill Walsh book, Let the Score Take Care of Itself. Same concept there, right? If we yeah, are, yeah. if we're taking care of business on those little steps along the way, that, you know, that out, the outside of the couple look good, <laughs> you know, be clean um, because mm-hmm. we've, we know that we've done the work internally and within the organization to build relationships, to build practices, to build habits that support the overall outcome. Um, without, without worrying about, uh, you know, the outcome first, right. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it does very, very much kind of re- relate back to, to that methodology as well. But I, I think it's just something pretty powerful for us to be very aware of is, you know, why are we doing these things? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think relationships you're kind of touching on there uh, as well. Right. I mean, in our own team, like we can be thinking about, uh, conflict management or relationships out, outwards with my upper management or making sure I'm getting exposure with the CFO or the C-suite, but my team is di- in dysfunction or disarray or there's conflict that's kind of gone uh, undiscussed or unresolved, right? And so that's where that's, you know, the things that we are uh, can control, the, the things that we're responsible for, um, really owning those and making sure that those are in order um, that our team is, you know, high functioning and ready to go. And we're less concerned about kind of those exterior things where, you know, frankly, the ego would love to be having C-suite uh, exposure, right? Generally speaking, um, sometimes it can be a little stressful, I suppose. But the idea of our ego wanting to attach to those things when really maybe we got to do, you know, clean up our own room or make our own bed, whatever, you know, as an allegory to uh, having uh, relationships in good order on our team, in our home, even right, or even you know, going to personal outside, but just those personal relationships, even. Yeah, and it it, it does. I mean, it it, it ties back to um, the emotional intelligence part, where um, you know your perception of yourself may be created by the ego, but then when you get feedback from the outside world that you're not, it's in a, it's uh, incongruous with what you think you are. Right. And, and that's a sign that, that you've got some more work to do on the inside because um, your, your perception of yourself is not in alignment with the perception from others. And I think that, you know, that gets back to, um, you know, wait in my, inside my cup, what are my own personal values? Am I living those first and just let that be what it is on the, on the outside. Um, right. Right. The, the Bill Walsh, the score takes care of itself or, yeah. you know, even the next save and follow the process. And, you know, if we, if we do the drills and we, we do the right things up front, uh, the results will, will take care of themselves. And 
we don't need to worry about the scoreboard so much. Yeah, no, it is. It, and it, but it's so, it, man, it, it is hard at times, right? Because you want to, when you're in those team settings, um, creating the culture of that becomes a challenge because it, it is, as we talk often, it's a challenge to shift from me to we. You know, mm-hmm. some point in your career, you do have to like grow yourself. And I guess that's where we, if we start with that in your growth as a, say you're an entry-level engineer or something working, you know, you'd be on that management side, developing those habits, even at that point, to always be living from your own personal mission statement and your own values systems. Um, that when you you come up with that in, as part of your culture, then when you shift over to leading a team, you just bring that with you. So now you're like, well, I'm going to continue to be this with inside myself, but then within my team, here are the norms that we want to create that, that build this culture within that team. And then it just continues to kind of emanate, you know, from you through the team and, and out. Um, but never like, you know, if you start with like, what's going to get me to the top of this ladder, <laughs> right. From the yeah. Outside perspective. How do I make myself look good to the CEO? Mm-hmm. Um, it might work for a while, but chances are, if you've got a, a good leader at the top, they're going to see those kind of ego driven behaviors. And the team, I think, sees it even more so. Uh, you know, you may have some success, but I think the team being engaged, being for you, it's tough when that ego's there. Um, yeah, just personal disclosure. I think one of the, if I look back kind of personally, I think the way that I did that was more through compensation, frankly, um, where compensation was sort of the measure tool to determine if I'm doing a good job or not. Um, so it wasn't necessarily... Um, the CEO or management or necessarily wanting to look good, but it was just wanting that kind of compensation necessary. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's an interesting sort of, I think, check as well, where the, the compensation, can, we can look at that as the scoreboard, right? And if I'm doing the right things, the scoreboard takes care of itself. The compensation takes care of itself. Instead of being focused on a number or achieving a title, uh, you know, I want to be a title in, in my career, um, those are, those can be things that are really kind of ego. I mean, we got to put food on the table, certainly. But uh, if I'm doing the right things, they tend to take care of themselves. Yeah, and you can even you know use kind of this methodology uh, as a test for yourself of why you're doing things. And it, as you were describing that, you know, a, a statement from my past that I heard from somebody I was interviewing with was, you know, this isn't the normal salary trend we see. And yes, I, I took a job, a job. I mean, I, I made a career change that, that cut, cut my salary almost by a third. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, it wasn't about the money. Like I was mm-hmm. changing careers for family reasons, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And so that, that's what comes up for me is, you know, are you chasing dollar bills for dollar bills sake? Or, you know, if they're in alignment with your values and your career path and you want to go great, that's what they should be. Um, mm-hmm. But if it's just, I, I, I want to make a money, 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 money. Um, and to where you end up finding yourself in a place where you're doing things that don't even excite you and aren't in alignment with your values anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. The money's not going to make you happy <laughs> mm-hmm. or, or keep you engaged potentially. Um, so, you know, like you can use this kind of methodology. Am I, 
Am I working? Am I doing something that's in alignment with my values, working with a team and a leadership team that's in alignment with my values? Um, if it is great, you know, if it's not, then you're like, wait a minute, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Um, because then you, you end up be kind of growing a cancer within yourself that you're not at, you're not doing something that's in alignment with your values or working with an organization that is. And, you know, so then you're like, well, there's the inside of my cup's getting a little dirty here because <laughs> I'm doing something that's really not in alignment with um, mm -hmm. what, I, what my values are. Mm -hmm. What other things come to mind, Chad, of ways that we can kind of improve as leaders for making sure that we're looking internally, um, you know, shining the inside of our cup? Uh, you know, I guess what else in this conversation comes up just as just trying to think about like what, you know, practical things could we leave the audience with in terms of uh, ideas um, in this area? You know, I, I think that for me, I mean, just what, what comes up always is just like, you know, looking at why, why we're doing it. I, I know we, mm -hmm. we've talked about that already, but it's, it's just so important. Um, you know, why, why are we doing things the way we're doing? It gets kind of methodology from the lean manufacturing world of always be questioning um, to, to just check in. It, it develops that culture of, you know, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Um, not to be annoying to anybody, but ask that question, why are we doing this and, and, and do that routinely so that you're, you're checking in. Yep. It's in alignment with our mission. We're, you know, we're, this is why we're doing this and it, and it's mission critical and, it, and it's done the right way. Um, you know, I think that's for me, is it that when you, you check in with something, you're like, we're doing this really because we want to look good <laughs> and, um, or we want to, you were more focused maybe on winning a race or a competition or getting done for first um, where we may take a shortcut because we want to win versus not taking the shortcut because we know it's going to provide a less than, you know, a, a product that's less than the standard we set for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Doing the right thing. Yeah. Back to that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think one thing that coaching has kind of brought out in, in terms of having that interior cup clean, is really wanting to see other people succeed, uh, wanting to see them. I mean, part of the reason we have this podcast is, you know, fully engaged folks and then managing folks that are fully engaged and how to get those folks, um, you know, fully on board. So, uh, yeah, as I think about sort of that interior shine of cleaning our cup, um, I think one thing that, that comes to mind is, is wanting others to succeed and be at their best, uh, living out those values, what th they are for, for them, um, yeah. Yeah. And what uh, kind of hearing you say that, I guess, did anything new to add there, Chad? No, I mean, that's, but that, uh, that's a great point is that, you know, if we are at some level of leadership and we are growing an organization, we see from a coaching lens of the people around us, we see greatness in somebody else. It really is it really is rewarding at a different level, whether you get compensated or for not that really it's, it's easy to put that aside when you can really just see somebody grow. And maybe, you know, you see in them the potential far beyond your own, but you, you know, Hey, I'd love to work for you someday. <laughs> it, it is far more satisfying uh, from my experience to, to help somebody along their path. And so that that's a good example of, 
you, you know, we're, we're doing this work, we're leading, but we, we see greatness in others and we can coach that and develop that for them. Uh, very rewarding. And, and it will pay back to you someday as well. Um, but it, but it's really doing it for the right reason, which is to just help, you know, if we can help our team grow and be more engaged and our, our existence, our at work is going to be more fulfilling and theirs as well. And it, it just kind of promotes and grows within the organization. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The football analogies are just really ripe there. You know, like a college coach, for example, where developing the players, uh, you know, doing the drills going to help you win on the ball field, but then also launch them into potentially a, a professional career. You know, if the focus is on winning, it just is a lot different than the development, potentially forming lifelong relationships and connections and wanting those guys to succeed at the next level, whatever that is for them, whether it may not even be, you know, professional sports, but maybe in how they run their family, their, you know, their, the discipline that they bring in uh, to their personal relationships, whatever those things are. Um, yeah. It just seems like that's a great analogy for just the, the uh, I think satisfaction that comes uh, and how easily we can kind of be focused on the wrong things and kind of get lost in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we might be a little bit short here, but I think it was a good conversation uh, for us today, Chad. Yeah, I know, and I think it, it's a, it's a simple thing. It, uh, even though, like you know, it's just this little phrase. If you if you you know take that tool away, are we keeping the inside of the cup clean? You know, whatever we do, are we taking care of business in inside of our cup first? Uh, you know, maybe for a while, the outside of it looks you know, a little dirty, a little marred and, and chipped and whatever, but in time, in, you know, the, the luster will form on top of that dirt and it'll become a, a shining goblet. Right. Um, I think that's, you know, where some of these uh, little passages, things we can find, break them down simple. Just, you know, are we doing the work inside first and, and it will, um, and, and even, you know, as it, we're just talking through this, that's kind of the power and, and the, famous quote from Gandhi, which is be, be the change you want to see in the world. Um, you know, if you want the world to be shining and clean and something, it's got to happen inside first mm-hmm. and then it'll grow to the outside. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just as you were saying that it may be a little late in the podcast to bring in a new <laughs> analogy, but I mean, diet, nutrition, right? I mean, if I want a six pack, uh, what I put inside my body is, is largely, going to affect and determine what the outside looks like. So I can have this idea about, about how the physical physical, you know, shows up, but it really starts with, with what I'm eating and what I'm putting inside my body. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks Chad, uh, for kind of diving into this, uh, the idea of, uh, you know, cleaning the inside of our own cups when it comes to leadership management, uh, having engaged employees, checking in with ourselves on our values, and if we're doing it for ego or if we're doing it because we believe it's the right thing. Um, yeah, it's great discussion and great topic for us to be chatting about. To the audience, hope you found this uh, kind of rambling uh, valuable. We certainly hope so. Um, and check us out, a podcast at pinnacleleadershipadvancement.com. And we certainly appreciate the uh, comment, like, share, and subscribe.